Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, I'm Ava DeVoe. Welcome to this podcast of articles from National Geographic Kids Magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. Our first article is from the December 2023 January 2024 edition by Kay Boatner and Allison Shaw. Our first article is a continuation of the special endangered animals issue with comeback critter number two, Scarlet Macaws. Eco heroes take action to make sure these flyers are on the rise. A brightly colored scarlet macaw soars over thousand year old ruins in Honduras a country in Central America. After passing over an ancient pyramid, the scarlet macaw lands on a carved stone sculpture of itself. These birds were sacred to the Maya people who thrived in this region between AD 300 and 900. This site, called the Copan Ruins, has more macaw imagery than any other Maya spot. But by the early 2000s, real scarlet macaws were in danger of disappearing from this region. Poaching problems. With their colorful feathers, curious nature, and ability to mimic human speech, many people wanted scarlet macaws as pets throughout the 1900s, especially in the United States. So local people would climb trees in Central American forests to nab scarlet macaw chicks. One bird could be worth an entire month's wages. When macaw numbers were crashing, the Honduran government passed a law in 1990 that made it illegal to take the birds. They also hoped that making it the country's national bird would protect it. The U.S. Endangered Species Act listed scarlet macaws as endangered in 2019, which made it illegal to import wild-caught birds to the United States. But poachers continued to pluck and sell the birds illegally. Spreading the bird word. Back in 2001, conservationist Lloyd Davidson built a park called Macaw Mountain near the Copan ruins to care for the about 100 abused or neglected pet macaws. In 2010, James Gillardy, an ecologist from the World Parrot Trust, suggested releasing some of the captive birds back into the wild. But I was worried at first, Davidson says. Some people might still try to illegally harm or steal the birds. So, the conservationists set up an education program at nearby schools to teach kids why it's better to have macaws in the wild than as pets. Then, they invited locals to come watch the macaws being released as they flew over the ruins for the first time in decades. Macaw Mountain's partner, called Proalas, alas means wings in Spanish, has since released over 200 macaws. Today, many locals feel protective of the birds and call Proalas if they find a hurt macaw or suspect that poaching is happening. Best of all, the plan proved that captive macaws can adapt to the wild again. Several months after release, a macaw that might have been friendly to people at the center might try to bite if you get too close in the wild, Davidson says. That's good. In 2023, locals and tourists celebrated the release of 12 more birds. There's nothing like seeing macaws released. Gilardi says. Everyone's clapping, laughing, and crying. It's a surprisingly emotional experience. How to help scarlet macaws. 
Beware of roadside attractions that let you hold scarlet macaws or other wild animals for a fee. These animals might not be properly cared for, and they might have been stolen from the wild. Macaw habitat is often cut down to make room for cattle. You can help prevent this by eating less meat. Animal Awards, Central America Scarlet macaws use their powerful beaks to crush the nuts and seeds they eat. Their beaks even help them climb trees. So if we were giving out awards, scarlet macaws would win best beak. Here are three other endangered animals in Central America that deserve their own trophy. Loudest Howl The Yucatan Black Howler Monkey, whose range extends into North America, is the loudest land animal. Heard miles away, its screams can be about as loud as the sound of an airplane taking off. Cutest Swimmer Pygmy three-toed sloths, the smallest of all sloth species, are good swimmers partly because they're gassy. Slow digestion means they have a lot of gas in their system, which allows them to flow easily through the mangrove forests where they live. Fiercest Punch The Honduras Spike Thumb Frog gets its name from a second thumb males have on their front legs. It's a fleshy appendage that hides a bone the amphibians use in fights with other frogs. Our next article is a continuation of the special endangered animals issue with comeback critter number three. Persian fallow deer. Conservationists give these creatures another chance to thrive. A sandy-colored deer with white spots springs out of a wooden crate. A park ranger has just released the GPS-collared critter as part of a plan to save the Persian fallow deer. Standing just three feet tall at the shoulder, this animal is one of the rarest species of deer in the world. Once thought to be extinct, Today, these deer are returning to the oak and pistachio woodlands they used to roam. Ancient Animals Persian fallow deer were once common across West Asia. For over 11,000 years, they were an important source of food for people living in the region. These deer appear in ancient pottery and art, and experts think ancient Egyptians might have even kept them as pets. But as human populations increased and needed more food, the deer's numbers declined, especially after firearms killed them in higher numbers. By the 1940s, scientists thought the rare deer was extinct. Staying safe. But in 1956, a herd of 25 Persian fallow deer were discovered in southwestern Iran. The country built a reserve around the area where the animals were found, and scientists brought a few of the deer into outdoor enclosures at Dasht-e Naz Wildlife Refuge in northern central Iran. The U.S. government listed the deer as endangered under the U.S. Endangered Species Act, making it illegal to import the deer or their parts. Since the animals were brought to Dashde Naz, scientists like Ikrami Berang have studied the captive deer and made sure they could breed in safety. Today, about 400 deer are in Iran, living in fenced reserves and on protected islands in Lake Urmia, the largest lake in the country. Iran's government is currently trying to release some of the animals back into the wild. Roaming free. Meanwhile, in Israel, other conservationists are working to save the Persian fallow deer there. Since 1978, they've been breeding deer from Iran. Then, in 1996, 
they began releasing them into four nature reserves in northern Israel, which continues today. The deer know exactly what native plants to eat and how to survive here, says ecologist Amit Dalev of the Israel Nature and Parks Authority. More than 300 wild deer roam freely through woodland areas in this country. They're tracked by GPS collars and camera traps and protected by rangers who watch for poachers. Scientists hope that the wild population will continue to grow. These conservationists in Israel and Iran are trying to ensure that Persian fallow deer won't ever get so close to extinction again. It makes me proud to know that future generations will also have an opportunity to see this animal, Barong says. Animal Awards, West Asia A male Persian fallow deer's antlers start out as small spikes but grow to two feet long and look like tree branches. So if we were giving out awards, Persian fallow deer would win most awesome antlers. Here are three other endangered animals in West Asia that deserve their own trophy. Best beauty secret. Egyptian vultures swish their heads back and forth in muddy pools to cover their faces and feathers in red mud. Scientists aren't sure why the birds wear this makeup, but think it might help mates bond. It may also keep them cool. Cutest nickname. Golden hamsters, aka teddy bear hamsters, are popular pets. Small populations of these cuties can still be found in the wild in Syria and Turkey. Coolest disappearing trick. Wagner's viper was first described by scientists in 1846, then not seen again till 1986, 140 years later. These venomous snakes are masters at hiding out in the Rocky Mountains where they live. That brings us to the end of today's articles. If you'd like to find out more about Airs LA and the types of programs we offer, follow us at any of the social media links at the top of the pages on our website. Please help us out by clicking the like buttons. This podcast is for sole use of the blind, low vision, and print impaired listeners. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. I'm Ava DeVoe, and I'll be back soon with another article. Thanks for listening.